Hey, welcome to Tea for Lunch, the show where we serve up the news you need to know in 15 minutes or less. Before we get into our story today, we have Manny here on the show with me. First time we're doing the show together, which yes. is fun. Yeah, I've done it with Mike and Ben, so this is the first time it's Mitzi and I. I love it. Um, why don't you tell the people what you do at Arcade? Sure. Um, so I'm a project lead. I work really closely with the entire team um, and all the clients that we work with to just make sure that we're doing the things we said we do. Uh, and making sure all of our cool ideas and strategies are brought to life. So uh, mm-hmm. every day is kind of different. Some days are the same, but overall I just have a lot of fun. That's consistent. Yeah, I am so glad. We we didn't have a project lead for the first like three years of our business. And so I would literally get in a call with a client and be like, jump off the call and be like, that was great. And then <laughs> the action on nothing. Like I'd be like, oh yeah, what was I supposed to do? So yeah. um, you are a huge help. Yes. Yeah, so if you're new here every week, we'll get into, we'll come at you with the main story covering some sort of marketing angle or tech news or something. Could be a summary of new technology or trends that we're watching. You can catch the show live on Instagram every Thursday around 1230 Mountain Standard Time. Sometimes later, sometimes earlier, depends on the day. Um, or you can listen to the replay every Friday morning on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Um, and yeah, it's been a crazy week. Yes, it's been a crazy week. Uh, we talked a little bit about what I do. Uh, it's been a crazy week because we've been onboarding so many new team members. Uh, just this week, we onboarded three. Uh, we got three more coming on next week. So there's mm-hmm. a lot going on over at Arcade Studios. But... Yeah, shout out to Alyssa, our new creative director. Shout out to McKenna, who's joining us as community manager. And shout out to Vern, who is joining us as our first ever social video producer. So there's a lot going on. And then next week we have a few other onboardings, which will be fun too. And the week after. It's a bit of a bottleneck right now, but I think like once we get through it, we can maybe start showing up here on time. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get there. Um, Okay, should we get into our first story? Let's do it. Um, Okay, so first story today is Apple beats Amazon and Google to reclaim the title for the world's most valuable brand. So Apple has leapfrogged Google and Amazon to be crowned 2022's most valuable brand, according to Kantar Brands 2022 Top 100 ranking. The tech giant, which last topped the rankings in 2015, has a brand value of $947 billion. So they'd be the first ever trillion dollar brand in the history of human race. Um, so that's an increase of over 55% uh, and is on course, like I said, to become the first trillionaire brand. Um, last year, this number one spot holder, Amazon, dropped to third place. Even though they've still seen a modest increase of 3%, Apple just went ham last year. So they leap, ju- or they frog jumped them. Leap jump. What leap jumped? Frog jumped? Frog jumped. Frogs let's, do a leap jump, don't they? Let's go with that. Yeah, frog jumped them. And then all, <laughs> uh, Google also jumped into second place. So they um, also frog jumped uh, uh, Amazon. Frog so, jumped. Interesting stuff. One other thing I'll also note is TikTok is on the list. So TikTok had a really excellent year in 2021, um, and they're they're the second highest riser right behind Tesla. So interesting to see a social media platform. Let's on there. go. Facebook is ranked number eight. So I think we're, I'm going to share the brand rankings from top to bottom. So number one is Apple. Number two is Google. Number three is Amazon. Number four is Microsoft. Number five is Tencent. I had to Google that brand. What is it? I think they're from uh, the, from Asia, and they do they're in like the arts and entertainment industry. So I think they like develop some games and like tech TVs. Cool. Yeah. Number six is McDonald's. Yeah, hey. yeah. <laughs> number seven is Visa. Number eight is Facebook. Number nine is Alibaba, and number ten is Louis Vuitton. That's a surprise for me. But is it um, LVMH, like Louis Vuitton group the of group, companies? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's nice. At least a luxury brand is on the top ten. 
It's pretty diverse, yeah. I'd say, I mean, like, no, that's the big surprise for me. Uh, Apple, I think. I'm surprised by Apple, though. Like, what did they do this year that was so amazing? Like, what did they do this year that was different from every other year that they've existed? I mean, they didn't release, like, a big new phone this year, I don't think. But I feel like maybe when I was thinking about it, it's just a bigger reliance on, like, good technology. Mm. Everything is going digital, and, like, you got your platforms that are fighting and softwares that are fighting against each other. But Apple, still by far to me, is the leader in tech. I mean, Microsoft is there at number four, but... I don't know, maybe I could be biased, but Apple as a brand to me is just like they're doing things right still to this day. So, hmm. Yeah, it's it's such an interesting list to me. I'm surpri- I'm really happy to see that TikTok is getting in there. It's not in their top 10 yet, um, but when you compare it even to Facebook, like Facebook is on there because it has so many pro- properties like WhatsApp, Instagram, mm-hmm. like whatever else is attached to it. Yeah. But TikTok is just like one app. It's just TikTok. So the fact that they made such a huge leap or frog jump is uh, pretty impressive. <laughs> we got our copywriter in the, in the, um, in the channel. You said leapfrog. Oh, yeah. So, Thanks for, really <laughs> Thanks for that. Thanks for the correction. Now we, can, now we can say it properly. Frog jumps? <laughs> um, cool. Yeah, I think it's cool. And then also one more thing I'll say about Apple too is like, I remember when I first got into Apple, like I think it was an iPhone that I first, or maybe an iPod, that's what it was. I just like iPod. never went back. So yeah, once you go Apple, you don't It's go hard back. to go back. So maybe like in my head, they don't need to do anything too crazy year over year as yeah. long as they just like maintain a cool brand, make all their stuff functional and like reasonably easy to use. I'm going to usually buy whatever they come out with. Yeah, but it's just so annoying because we're so reliant on it. Like every mm-hmm. year they come up with an update that makes every like Apple product you had up to that year irrelevant or you have to buy an adapter. Yeah. Like it's just so annoying how they do that. I do hate how they do that. And like it's totally such a money grab. It's like you don't such need a, money a new USB for like this yeah. charger. Yeah, exactly. What was your first uh, Apple product? Was it, was it an iPod? I think it was an iPod, yeah. It was like the, I don't know what it's called, like the iPod block. Oh, but like, the one where you could like, what color was it? I think it was silver. Okay, okay, classic. Silver. And then like, I got so pumped when I got to save like my first 50 songs on there. And I used LimeWire, remember, to just like, do <laughs> my, my computer like, biases to listen to Ashley Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley Simpson, what? Yeah, wow, that's shocking. How I about had, you? I think I had an iPod Shuffle. Ah. Um. Actually, that was before the iPod the big block, right? Because that one, you didn't get to choose your song. No idea. I don't know why I would have done a shuffle because I'm such a control freak. Like, I need to... And I also listen to the same song over and over and over. Like, I, I think I only listen to, like, 10 songs ever, and I listen to those 10 songs for, like, a year. What were the songs? Uh, I don't remember the songs, but it was probably, like, I don't know, like, 50 Cent or something. <laughs> I loved his album. Um, but I feel like I still do that to that, this day. And actually, I read a stat somewhere once that was really depressing, and it said that the older you get, the less open you are to new listening to new songs and new music. So it's just like a sign that you're aging, which is really sad. It's very sad. Because I can't even listen to like new hip-hop. I'm just going to like, what is this music? like? And I just listen to the same old stuff. You're just like bumping Get Rich or Die Trying. Yeah, I love, <laughs> I love that album. That makes sense. Um, okay, let's move on to their next story. You yes, got it? yeah, I got it. So speaking of brands, uh, here's a big one. 
Um, Stripes is officially suing checks, and if you have no idea what that means, Adidas is officially suing Nike over its app and some of its sneakers. Although Nike and Adidas have been in and out of court several times over the years, Adidas has taken it to a whole new level. Um, Adidas filed its first federal lawsuit against Nike, claiming that it's infringed upon nine of its patents related to smartphone apps and an adjustable shoe technology. So. Um, if anyone is familiar with like the Nike training app or the Nike running app, I use it personally. Um, basically, Adidas is saying um, some of the certain features that they have on there, like the audio, um, some certain workouts, GPS tracking, training plans, um, all that stuff was originated by um, Adidas. So they're looking, f they're seeking damages from Nike as well as a court order preventing them from directly or indirectly infringing on one or more of their patents involved. And should Ni Adidas win, um, they could potentially have far-reaching impacts on other fitness tracking apps. It's so interesting that they're fighting over apps. Like they're not even like how popular are their apps even? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And like, these are the two giants in their industry. I don't really care who wins and like it's just gonna be like money going one way and money losing going out the other. But yeah. that's a bold move by by Adidas to like step into the court and want to tussle with Nike. I don't really like You think? I feel like Adidas is legit. Well they're OG, they're obviously for Nike, but I, I tr I'm trying my best to like come at this without a bias because I'm like hardcore Nike all the way. <laughs> um what even what like Adidas apps are there? Well I guess this article Yeah, they name I don't even know. See that's yeah. the thing. Like I use a Nike trading app to like run. Yeah. And I think it's awesome, but even if they did steal some of the software from Adidas, Nike just has a brand power over me that I'm like, I'm team Nike all the way. Yeah, I mean if anything, they should be going after like Peloton. Peloton. Because they have like a way better app than like of all the fitness <laughs> apps, like why would you go I don't know, like I get it, but I'm also like I could care less who wins. Yeah, me neither. I it's just amazing. And I also like I remember you know, speaking of brands, that was their first story. Nike is a really, really powerful brand for a lot of people. And same with Adidas. Like, mm -hmm. I know some people that are mm -hmm. like Team Adidas all the way. I'm actually surprised this is the first time they've ever sued each other for anything. And there's no it's like. It's not the first time. Well, at this level, I mean, uh, whatever that means. Um, I think it's. They're suing them for a lot of money. Mm -hmm. um, they've fought over, like, I'm guessing some previous patents. But yeah. no idea is original anymore, especially if like you're at this level where you're such a big, mm -hmm. acclaimed brand. To me, it's a bad look on Adidas. Really? Personally, yeah. I don't know. If I were Adidas and I was like working on an app and Nike came in and took like some sort of patent from me, then I would sue them. Yeah, makes sense. Because they do have, a, I feel like they're also like the more like trendy, like popular brand compared to Adidas, but. Yeah, Adidas is a pioneer. And it's, it's going to be interesting to see. It just happened Friday, so. Uh, We'll keep eyes on that. Check over stripes, though. All right, moving on to our last story. This is—I think this is probably your favorite story of the day, to be honest. Ours or yours? Mine. Okay. <laughs> Mine. <Good. laughs> okay. People are accusing Kim Kardashian of damaging the Marilyn Monroe infamous gown that she wore to the Met Gala. We've talked about this Met Gala gown before in the past. If you didn't listen to that episode, all you need to know is that she did not understand the assignment. It was not on theme for the night, but she wore it anyways. Um, so she borrowed the dress from Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum, which brought it in from an auction where they spent $4.8 million on it. It was originally worn by Marilyn Monroe to where she, to, sorry, John F. Kennedy's uh, birthday fundraiser in 1962. And now the gown is worth over $10 million. And apparently like a Monroe historian, which didn't know existed, but they do, who oversees the Marilyn Monroe collection, 
He shared on Instagram several photos that showed that the gown appeared to be damaged, and he showed photos of before the event and after event. His quote is, without question, the damage is significant. There's missing crystals, some left hanging by a thread. Um, and then he hasn't, he's seen the dress throughout the years and he's worked on it himself and knew immediately that there was irreparable damage done. Which, like, honestly, I don't know if you've seen, but there's like video of Kim Kardashian trying to get like her butt in the dress. And there's like four people trying to get it in. And in the end, they can't even do it. So I'm like, there's no surprise that there's damage to it. Um, and actually, I did want to say, too, that I pulled out another article or quote, another article from the designer of the dress who said before, like when he saw the photos of her in the dress, it was designed for Marilyn Monroe. Nobody else should have been seen in that dress because he actually designed it to be like almost like a naked dress. So the color of the dress was perfectly suited to match Marilyn Monroe's skin tone right so kim shouldn't have worn it in the first place according to the designer and he actually offered to design one for her specifically wow. so this whole thing is a mess um and yeah i at first before you even what are like, your thoughts yeah tell me at first i was like what the hell was kim doing in that dress like <laughs> ruin it that much knowing how important of a dress that is but it sounds like it was just her trying to get into it that might have done it in. I don't even know because you don't even see the back of the dress like in on the at the Met Gala like she's wearing like this like fur to cover the back so it's I, I don't even know if she wore it but then I also read that she actually got a replica built or created oh. of the dress so she also wore that on the night of um, but yeah this just feels like a lot of effort for little impact and also like if it's such an important dress and it's valued that much i am surprised they even let kim wear that dress yeah ripley's like, well everyone's saying like don't blame kim blame ripley's like they shouldn't have like lent her the dress for sure this also sets a precedent for future dresses and gowns being borrowed by museums for events like the met the gala or whatever yeah um because there is of course like a huge risk of damage uh, but overall like okay why would you risk damaging something so historic for a moment that wasn't even like on point yeah <laughs> like she didn't she looked and great but she'd look great in any other dress too and ideally a dress that was on theme for the event okay this is not like completely dress related but i have a question for you uh oh do you believe that any even if it's bad press any press is good press because i feel like kim if this like i don't even know how she's feeling but she somehow has managed to be back in headlines and this time for something as weird as this yeah do you feel like it's intentional or do you feel like it's strategic for her and you know her pr marketing team to be doing this kind of stuff even if it's not the best i don't think she would prefer to have this kind of press but i don't think she hates it like i don't think any like i agree all press is good press especially for the Kardashians. and now that we've been doing this show we i feel like every mm -hmm. week there's something we could say about the Kardashians and every week we have to be like, should we add it? Is it yeah. like big enough? So like they know how to stay in the media and in like the headlines. So this is like not us, like it's not weird to see that there's like backlash to this and yeah. it's like resurfacing again. I just wonder if she's tired. 
Probably not. There's I'd probably be exhausted. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'd be so exhausted from all this. Yeah, and my like previous knowledge of this and why I had a feeling we'd end up talking about this is because the memes came out <laughs> on like one of my favorite Instagram accounts and about this specific incident, it is hilarious. I had to share it with like our Slack Facebook it's channel. It's so good. I'm like, the memesters are, are winning this one. Okay, speaking of memes, have you seen the trend on TikTok where the tortilla challenge? No. It's that? like two people, they, they put like drink water and put it, keep it in their mouth. And then they do rock, paper, scissors. And whoever wins the rock, paper, scissors can hit the other person in the face <laughs> with the tortilla. And then they have to see like who spits out the water first. first. It is so funny. Literally, there's not a single version of it that doesn't made me roll on the floor laughing. It's so good. Um, I'll show you some of those the videos. Internet is such a weird but funny place. It's the best. I kind of want to do that challenge. <laughs> I want to do it with Mike. I want to do it with Mike and try it and video and do it for TikTok. You guys should do it as your intro next week. <gasps> wow. That would be gross, but I'm game. Let's do it. I'll do it for the views. Yeah. You'll yeah. go trending. I think what I'm also going to do this week is sign up for Be Real. Yes. Everyone on the team has been on Be Real. Um, we talked about it. Ben and I did a couple of weeks ago. And like, mm -hmm. that's an interesting story. I'm, when we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, it was like the number one app on the Apple store. Yeah. Since that time, I only had like four friends. I literally have like 60 friends on there right now. That's so pretty good. I'm curious to see how it's going. Maybe I just want to like protect my handle. Like yes. I want to go and get my handle and then try it. Yeah. I think it'd be fun. Cool. Cool. Well, now that we've wet your palate, go eat something more substantial. And thanks for joining us. Thanks, everyone. Bye.